Hey y'all, it's Janae from Plenty Opinions with a small programming note. This is another live recording. If you wanna watch the video version of this conversation, head over to Instagram at Plenty Opinions and it is posted there. If you'd prefer to continue on and listen to the audio, please enjoy episode 28, Big Little Lies, right here. Yes, you're here. We're here. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Plenty Opinions Live. Uh, We're going to start today with an announcement. And the announcement is, if you can't sit with us for the whole live show, we've been posting the audio on our podcast platform. So you can catch up there. We'll also have been saving it to Plenty Opinions here so you can watch it later. So don't feel, even though we're happy to have you, just wanted you to know that there's multiple ways to listen to tonight's live. And, and st- stay in chat with us. I know. Any other announcements, Z, before we jump into it? Um, no, I don't think so. I feel like we talked about something else. We talked about that. We talked about something about... My lip color, sponsored by... sponsored by the lip bar. This color is called Hot Mess. Because when you're a liar, you're a hot mess. Oh, I thought you were going to say, because I'm a hot mess. Because you're a hot mess. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not I feel like I pulled it together at the last moment I'm here. <laughs> but if you have something that you'd like to tell me, please. This is a safe <laughs> space, a judgment free zone. No, I have nothing I'd like to tell you. Oh, I do have another announcement. I do have another announcement. We are sitting on uh, a Santa's size mailbag of letters. Yes, yes. And so next week, we're going to come back live again, but we're going to do letters. So we'll answer letters. So if you have an old letter that you sent us and it hasn't got answered, it might get answered next week with our inexpert advice. And if you have a problem that's come up, recently since we've last done letters please send them to us at plentyopinions at gmail.com because we're going to try to get back on our letter bag next week and we'll be here live we're not going to talk about a new topic but we will answer letters that was an important announcement that i forgot to make um i would also like to say that i've reached a new level of like social media platform where i am um, inviting people to our live for my friends list and people oh. all send me <laughs> I'm just tapping away I almost did like, and, like Facebook <laughs> friends but I'm just tapping away over here so if you see me looking on this side of the screen it's because I'm tapping away seeing your comments and also inviting people to come join the chat so let's see what happens tonight that just gave me a throw that I'm about to age myself but you remember when Facebook first came out and you used to be able to like poke people oh I forgot about that that's a throwback <laughs> to the poke you're over there poking people. Oh, I had too many recipients. I said, okay, let me just say. <laughs> well, All right. We'll see what we got. Well, anyway, let's jump into it. So the inspiration. You sound a little is- low to me. Is it the I- Is it because of your earpods? You earpods? I can take them out. Let's see if you sound louder. With- you can hear me. Can you hear me? Yeah. Testing, yeah. testing, one, yeah. two, three. Does it sound better? Do you sound louder? Yeah. Okay, amazing. Um, sorry for that. So the inspiration for today's chat is really con artists, experts in the swindle, the finessers among us, those who are able to sell us a fantastical magical story like they're from Encanto, 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we eat it up and believe it. And all the things that uh, surround con artists and getting joked by a con artist. Getting got. Getting got. And like the, what, what led me to like, let's talk about con artists and what's at the core of the con is really like the fact that everybody over the last few weeks has been obsessed with inventing Anna and tin, most importantly, Tinder Swindler mm -hmm. on Netflix. And admittedly, I watched both series in one week. I'm not proud of it, but I am fascinated by like wealthy people getting scammed. So I will always watch a good wealthy person getting scam show. Um, it was the same thing with like Elizabeth Holmes story with the little Theranos thing or like the fire festival, which like blew up the internet when it came on. I think in my book, rich people getting finessed is like must see TV. If you haven't seen inventing Anna or Tinder swindler, I'm going to do the cliff notes recap. So if you don't want spoilers, you should cover your ears, but we'll come back. even rejoin us yeah, we'll come in back. three, two, one. Okay, and Anna. <laughs> Anna ran around New York City telling people she was a German heiress about to, with a $60 million trust. Uh -huh. And she used that to allow her to basically swindle the entire Manhattan glitterati and get into high society, be the on the who's who's list, on the invite list of every hot party happening in Manhattan. Manhattan where people are supposed to be hip to the swindle. She got them all. She stole, I think, a quarter million dollars and was on the brink of having a full-fledged bank approve a loan for her for $20, for $20 million. Uh -huh. So first of all, an aside, the caucasity of that because I don't think me and Zuri could walk in there and get a bank <laughs> to approve a loan for 20 million off of, <laughs> off of nothing, off of hopes and dreams. But we'll talk about caucasity in another episode at another time. <laughs> but anyway, it turns out like, at the end of the day, she was really just like a fashion intern who came from very meager beginnings and she wasn't even German or she was German, but she was like a Russian immigrant, very middle-class parents. Right. Um, and, you know, she just like was able to swindle all these people just based on confidence alone. Like just that she would walk in a room and say, that's who I'm at. That's who I am. Believe me. And Simon, on the other hand, from the Tinder swindler, <laughs> it was also someone who came from very humble beginnings. Um, he was a young man who told people that he was a billionaire, a billionaire's son, a diamond billionaire's son. The diamond and, prince, prince or something like that. He called himself the prince of diamonds. Yeah. And he would meet girls on Tinder. And he would love bomb the shit out of them with like lavish gifts, fancy trips, Michelin star dinners, the whole thing. Private like right away, like love bomb, the king of the love bomb. And then he would switch on them at some point and say he was in a dangerous, dangerous situation and his enemies were after him and convince them to take out, to loan him money and to even take out loans themselves to be Several able to loans. loan him Several. money. And it comes to find out that it was all kind of like a Ponzi scheme because he was taking out, getting the money from this chick over here to love bomb and lure the next Tinder victim on the left-hand side. So you can unplug your ears if you didn't want the spoilers. <laughs> I'm done. But that's just to give you like a short recap of those two con artists. And you know, watching both stories, I was really quick to be like, this could never in a trillion years happen to me. Not me, no way, no how, no never. Okay, so to that but, point, quickly, okay. Yeah. I would like to say that for me specifically, 
and this is supposed to be a safe space. That's what we're, we're creating here. For me specifically, I would have, we, I would so one of the stories, and sorry, this is a spoiler for people. She goes on the private jet the first night she meets this man after yeah. like well, the first, their first date. She's like, he's like, come with me on my private jet. Let's go to another country. Young me. There. <laughs> on the chat. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm texting my friends, guys, I'm on a private jet. I'm sharing my location. If locations could be shared at that time. Me too. I'm I'm all I'm down for the ride. I'm down for the can I we have let's yes, let's order another bottle of champagne. Let's do it. But I promise you, and there are a lot of memes, and we should post these on our, our story after this, where they're like, the minute he started asking for money, I'm gonna be honest. He probably could have got a calm, like I said, younger me. I didn't have a thousand dollars or lines of credit to be pulling to give this man. He could have got a calm $500 max, three to $500 max. There's no way we would have surpassed $1,000. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a jet. I'm gonna drink the champagne. Right. But like, Z, like this is exactly why I wanna talk about it, right? Because we can say that. We watch it in a nice linear story and we're like, never not me, not ever, not how, no way. Uh-huh. Right. But they didn't convince one person to believe their story. They convinced multiple people who knew them over time to believe these fantastical stories that they were they were um, telling. And it just made me wonder, like, how could they make people who should, should especially New Yorkers who should be smart and with it? How did they become gullible enough to buy the stories of these two? There has to be something in there. A lot of people fell for the stories and we can see the red flags everywhere. Right. But multiple people continue to believe the stories when they were living in the red flag. So I also read like research somewhere where they were saying that overall humans, like as human beings, we tend to want to default to trusting people over distrusting them. So like if we know someone well, we tend to want to believe what they're saying, even though we might be like two plus two does not equal five. We're like, hmm. we tend, that's what our tendency, like our innate tendency is to trust versus distrust. Um, even in my own life, I could probably know that's true. Like, I've probably done that. I probably used that to my advantage before, like, in a small way, like, I'm gonna be there in five minutes. I'm on my way. And so knowing I, damn well, I didn't even get in the car. We can, we can talk about like what, and I guess we'll get into it, like what little lies are and what big lies yeah. are, little white lies. And I feel like I got friends, you included, someone else that's probably here too, that we all lie about like, Little things. Yeah, the white lie, like our arrival time, why we're late, why I didn't answer your call, things like that. And they're different, like I read an article where they talk about the different reasons why people lie, right? To protect yourself or your image or to not to protect someone else's feelings or it's a level, a, a level of control. So you can control the narrative, control what's going on. Right. But that, the, the little white lie does not equate to getting nearly $20 million or this man swindling these women out of hundreds of thousands of dollars right and yes somebody asked was this a true story yes both of them are true stories but my point is that when you're living in it they might all feel like little white lies until they're added together and put and you're looking at them in hindsight and you're like oh those were actually red flags um, you might not see the red flags when you're in it is what i'm extent, saying right like if we're using these two examples that we've posed about tinder swindler and um anna baby the white lie, the first loan I took out and you're not giving my money back, that's a problem. Even okay. think about like Anna's situation with her friend who she charged her company card $62,000 and it's been three months and she's really still wanting to believe in her friend. 
honey, you're paying for the hotel that you're staying. Like the you five thousand dollars is not even half. It's not even a quarter. My math don't be mathing, but I'm pretty sure if asked correct my wrong, that's not even a quarter of sixty-two thousand dollars. Where's my money? I, right. I think that they're flags that I don't I, I think those are huge though. Like those are huge things. But in your life, there are there are smaller things that people might lie about that aren't like like those are like those aren't red flags. Those are like Okay. Molotov cocktail flags. So if we bring it to like a smaller thing, like let's, let's bring it to a lower level, like us regular people, we're not talking about $62,000. We're not talking about private jets and the enemies are coming after right. us, right? Um, with our friends, there's probably, I can think of friends that I've had have that tell little white lies and it's no consequence, but it all, <laughs> dare I say, it's like customary or the standard, right? Just mm -hmm. like you said. Janae ain't never gonna be on time and she's gonna say, hey, I'm five minutes away. Send me your location so I know it's real. I got another friend, Pat. Shout out you here. My friend, I know my friend is not gonna be on time, right? So <laughs> I gotta tell her an hour difference, two hour, three hour difference. So I can I can expect you to be on time. Those I don't think are like earth shattering deal breakers or financially catastrophic for me right like they, they don't hold weight in places where i'm like it's a it's a deal breaker for me mm -hmm. but there are certain things where i guess and it may depend on the value as people right like where it's like a complete deal breaker like you don't there's some people who are like that you don't respect my time you never show up on time i don't appreciate that we can't mm -hmm. be friends or you need to communicate better to tell me that you're not going to be on time because you're always lying to me about it me i'm like all right she says she's 15 minutes away that means like it's 30. let's order drinks before she gets here you know what i mean mm -hmm. um but i think it's the value that you put on certain things and the rapport the type of relationship that you have yeah i guess but i think like there's probably a like I feel like when you bring it back to Anna right and the $62,000 or whatever that's a big we're gonna call that a Molotov cocktail lie right but there's probably a multitude maybe a thousand different little things that she told Rachel in the course of their relationship that should have let Rachel know she was a liar before then before the $62,000 and I feel like in our relationships like you're saying yeah accept people for who they are you know your friends never gonna be on time but like, what are the other things that like, in our relationships, like what are the other little lies that are actually red flags for big lies? Does that make sense in our relationships? Like being on time may not be one of them. Yeah. Like, that's not your standard, you don't care about that. But like, what are the little things that are actually bigger deals than they present? BB got a point. We need to talk about inventing Biden because Biden's scared <laughs> to cancel student loans. And I'm really waiting on you, Biden. <laughs> That's a fact. Like, um, even that, even that, Biden yesterday in his State of the Union where he was like, um, if you frauded the PPP loan, I'm coming after you. Like, we know frauders around us who have probably scammed off PPP loans, right? But we would never judge them for that scam. But that makes you a scammer. So because I've seen you scam the government, does that mean you will scam me one day? And should I not be friends with you? That's what I mean. Like, where's the line between, like, how you judge people for their actions and how you judge them for how they're going to treat you? Like, what should be the red flags for you? and how people around you behave. I'm curious what the people who are here have to say or what they have to say, because to me, I feel like I'm a very judgmental and skeptical person. Oh, you do? I would yes, say the yes. opposite. You think, I, no, I'm very judgmental. Really? And I, and I'm, yes, and dare I say, like, I'll be like, oh, okay, but I, like, you can do something. Like, it's not the, 
it's not the arrival time or you saying you're going to be late that I like take note of, but let's say, and I, I always say this money makes people funny and friends and money don't go together. Mm-hmm. But let's say there was like a money situation and you asked me for $50 and, I, and you would have, and if you asked me for $50 say, Zuri, can I borrow $50 and I'll pay you back X day? I have no problem giving it to you, especially the first time the rapport and relationship that we have. Mm-hmm. Versus if you say, Zuri, can I have $50? I made the conscious decision to give you $50. If I'm giving you $50, I don't expect to get it back. Can I borrow $50 and I'm going to give you back to X date? I, ex- I expect it to be given to me at that time. If the date comes and you don't give it to me, cool. I'm going to give you some time, but that's already a check. Mm-hmm. If I got to hunt you down for my money and then you're trying to act funny about it, check, check. Okay. And then... I may not be like, I may not confront you, like, Janae, why are you not trying to give me my $50, my money, da, 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 da. I'm going to talk to you about it. It's like, I'm going to get my money. Best believe that one thing about me, I'm going to get my coins. And it may not be a big thing in our friendship. Yeah. But now I know, mark or red flag, me and Janae and money, it's not, it's not going to work well for me. Okay. It may be nothing to you, but for me, it's a, it's a thing. And then do you just, do you just, is it just a money thing for you or does that talk to my character? Period. Like, do you let it go beyond that one thing or, and judge my whole character off of that? Or are you just like, <laughs> me and money is not a thing? It depends, but, I, but even when I'm thinking about your character, I'm going to be like, that's going to come up in my head. Like, ooh, she can't, she burnt the rice. And that one time, she did not give me my $50. <laughs> that, rice, that rice was burnt. And that, remember that time she didn't give me my $50? That, it'll be there for me. That makes me think like my mom or my grandma. One of them old Jamaicans used to always be like, you give people enough rope to hang themselves. Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying it right, but like, you know, you give people enough rope to hang themselves so they can't take you for idiot. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, so that's what, when you were talking about like one time, two times, three times of my money, like. And it, I, I, somebody said, Kate, Kate Gal kids, she said she don't give people money that she don't, like when she gives them, she expects it to be gone. I'm the same way, but also out of principle, right? Like, like what you're saying, I'm gonna give yeah. you enough rope to hang yourself. I'm giving it to you out of principle. I, I, it might be gone. I don't expect it to be gone because I want it back. But that's true. Like, and I think friends and money are very funny. Very funny. I think for you, what I've learned here is that like money is definitely a deal breaker thing that you will break your trust with somebody. But like, maybe other white lies you're willing to accept. <laughs> okay, this is, and I, I, people can chime in on this. Another white lie for me that's like a, money. Yes, you're right. Um. A deal breaker and, and everything we're saying we're talking about in hard lines but they're always yeah, trying yeah. to change that another thing that is a deal breaker for me and I it really always grinds my gears we're friends and we may have a mutual friend or whatever and I'm talking to you about something I'm like listen in confidence like between you and I yeah one I'm saying between you and I so that's whatever the severity it could be something super light like yo her breath was kicking last week. Did you smell that? She stayed. I've been telling her she need to go to the dentist. Her breath was kicking. And then you go, and you're like, no, I got it. I'm not going to say anything. You don't have to agree or disagree with what I'm yeah, telling yeah. you. But, and then you go back and say something. Bang! It's over. Okay. So I'm never telling you anything ever again. I'm never telling you anything ever again. It's over. And are there any, like, okay. I agree with that. Like, I agree. If I tell you something in confidence and I'm like, yo. I don't like X, Y, Z. And you go, Janae said, da, 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 da. And like, put me, put the spotlight on me that I said, like, we weren't in a conversation together. I will never 
ever tell you a thing again. You don't even have to put the spotlight on me. You just have to go back and discuss what we discussed. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right? Like, and it shouldn't be, and I think that if you're going to go back and address, um, confront our friend with the halitosis, <laughs> you, we, you and I need to have a conversation about it because you weren't even aware of the halitosis or it wasn't a thing on your radar until I brought it to you. Yeah. So it's like, Zuri, um, I don't want her walking around with halitosis. <laughs> Can we discuss it with her? You know what I mean? <laughs> Can we discuss? Why do you have to use halitosis as an example? Because I can't even take you seriously. <laughs> That's a serious thing. If your friend got bad breath, you got to let them know. Just like if your friend got boogers, you got to let them know. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. And you're not a friend if you don't say anything. Okay. That's also a deal breaker. Don't let me walk around with boogers. My nose is always bleeding, so I, I doubt I have boogers. But you know, if, if you see it, say it. If you see something, say something. <laughs> you're so silly. <laughs> You're really silly with this halitosis. So, like, what is the... How do you know if a lie is harmless and a white lie? And I want... I'm asking the audience also, all the folks in the room, you're part of the conversation. And feel free to join, too. You can join um, live if you want to talk. But how do you know... Like, what is a white lie? And what is... What is it? What is a white lie? Like, how would you describe a white lie? And where, where does white lies turn black? And why we got to use white for the, the innocent lies and black for the serious ones? That's true. That's, That's true. another t topic for another day. <laughs> right. The same episode with Caucasity. <laughs> I was going to say the same one with Caucasity. A um, white lie. I'm a call. Okay. okay. I'm going to call back. you back. Okay. That's, what, That's a small But is that a lot? Maybe you really intend to call the person back in the moment. That's not yeah. a lie. You're speaking from yourself. So talk, talk about what happens in your mind during those times. Okay, shut up, Zuri. But when I say I'm gonna call you back, I really intend to call you back. I'm not trying to lie to you. I believe in the best version of me that's gonna call you back. A white lie is like lying to someone who you're trying to plan a surprise party for. Okay. Mm. I guess all that brings up a good point. What are good lies? Intent. Yeah, it's the intent. A white there's the the intent behind the statement determines, I guess, how bad of a lie it is. Um, they're harmless. There was, there was a TED talk by, and I look up her name, Pamela something. She wrote a book called. Oh, that's what Sue just said too. We said at the same time, white what? lies are harmless to the person being lied to. Yes. I okay. agree with that definition. And I think that there's good lies also like lies who, that. Who determines whether or not it's harmless? Oh. Mm. Uh, I guess because there could be different like the person you might think it's harmless to the person being lied to but they might be like this is a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. I was gonna say I think there's also good lies like when someone lies out of like trying to protect somebody else or ease their pain like like if you tell if your friend has like this is a really dark example but like if your friend has an eating disorder and is saying they're fat and you're like you're not fat at all. Meanwhile, they are like, that's like a good lie. I feel like, cause you're not giving more damage to the person. You're not damaging the person. They're like actually trying to protect them. But maybe that person again would also think that's shady. You know, I'm in a space in my life where I might just say, yeah, you're right. You are fat. And we're going to do something. So what are we going to do about it? You can't tell someone with an eating disorder that they're fat, Zuri. That's not okay. That's the space that I'm in my life right now. That was a bad example. Let's not use that as an example. I said it was dark, but like, 
I didn't expect you to say maybe something darker maybe, on top maybe, of maybe it. Maybe you are. So what are you going to do about it? What's the plan? You see, <laughs> people are saying that's encouragement. That is mean. Y'all are mean. Y'all cut from the same cloth. Y'all are mean. <laughs> Yeah, I think that you, you maybe you are, and if, and if, so what are we going to do to change that? So maybe that wasn't the best example. That's a terrible example. You just took it to a darker place than it started. Oh, so I read, I watched the TED Talk, and I read some articles, and there I thought this was interesting as far, especially for people that are dating, that um, people lie three times within t a minimum of three times within the first ten minutes of meeting a stranger. Sorry, how many times? A minimum of three times within the first 10 minutes of a conversation. Within oh, meeting a stranger. Yeah. But yeah. So, you guys didn't think I'm crazy, but I do that for fun sometimes. <laughs> strangers. Like, what, what kind of strangers are we talking about? Are we talking about, like, somebody we're talking, talking to online at home goods type stranger? Are we talking about, I would never like, do that. Huh? I would never talk to someone online at home goods. You don't talk to people online? There, we already know we're cut from a different cloth. I have a face that says, but even, please do not talk to me. home goods? Like, your happy place? I don't talk to nobody over there. Why do I have to talk to them? We have nothing to discuss. I'll be honest. Thank God, thank God for your, our spouses. I don't know if we'd be friends. <laughs> right, because I'm mean. Wow. Just a shooting the breeze type comfort. What do you have to talk to a stranger about at home goods? Wow, this line is crazy. Yeah, oh, where'd you, what aisle did you find that? Oh, that's a great piece. Oh, what candle is, mm, smells good. That's beyond Why do me. they only have one? This is a common line conversation. Why do they only have two cashiers? Look at this line. I don't be talking to people online. You don't know those people? No one's ever asked you why are they, they're only two cashiers or X amount of cashiers. They might ask me and I'll be like, I have no idea. And then I just keep it moving. But I'm not having a kiki talk talk, just chitty chatty with them. For what? Wow. Y'all don't be, let me see what these people, y'all don't be talking to people online? I just so, am I don't I talk to strangers, yo. I do not talk to strangers. Stranger danger. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a tale. <laughs> okay. I'm in the store with a friend the other day. Now we're completely off topic, by the way. But I'm in the store with a friend the other day. My friend is friendly, like you. Mm. And needs to work on their RBF, which is resting bitch face. And we're in the store. We're in there with our kids. And she, she has a friendly face. And a man walks where the kids are wearing masks because it's COVID. Apparently not anymore after today. But oh, okay. sorry. This was pre-pandemic. over, but <laughs> this is during the pandemic. And the man says to her, because she's a friendly effing face, you know that's child abuse that you have that mask on your, on your son? You shouldn't that's child abuse. You shouldn't have your son in here wearing a mask. In front of her son, okay? That's why you don't talk to strangers because he would never say that to me because I don't have a friendly face that says approach me and talk to me in a public place. Um, so then we have to get into it with this, this old man in the store and that causes problems. You should not talk to strangers. Strangers are in this world. People are batshit. That's not a good example. I, you know, you're, that you're, is a great example. You're too annoyed with these examples. She didn't talk to him. He came up to her and started talking. Because she has a friendly effing face that says, I will well, talk to you. She had all her mask. Did she have on a mask? She has friendly eyes that are like, please come at, please come chat with me. No, no. If she started a conversation that he started to get crazy, that's something different. This is how your eyes are zero too. Chat with me. I'm open for a chat. And nobody ain't never come talk to me about my kid or their mask. Or yes. My what my point is in that example is stranger danger. Don't talk to strangers. 
Anyway, everyone's a stranger until you make them a friend, or or until they start telling you lies. Bring it back. <laughs> Bring it back. To that point, because I am suspicious of strangers, I do. I will lie to a stranger. I will. So I believe that statistic that you were on about like three lies to a stranger. But when you lie to a stranger and then say you do become friends with them, like you were saying, when do you correct those lies? Yeah, I think there's two points. One, when do you correct those lies? And then two, what kind of foundation or relationship are you building if it's on lies from the beginning, right? Like think about like the th three, let's say it's minimum, minimum three lies within the first 10 minutes of you dating somebody on these apps, on the Tinder swindler, on the, on your first date. Where, where, how, how many truths are you telling? So you just be meeting people and tell them about your whole life off rip? No, but what do you, if you're having a basic conversation in the first 10 minutes, hey, what do you do for a living? Hey, where are you from? You don't need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you supposed to get to know this person? Well, I'm clearly not trying to be on this date. <laughs> you are not trying to be on this date. That's what I want to know. What are you lying about in the first 10 minutes of a conversation? I don't know, like, it, I, I feel like they're probably like white lies. Like, do you like this restaurant? No, but, oh yeah, it's perfect. Is this seat okay? Oh yeah, I it's don't great. Know. Like, I don't those know. are all little lies. I don't, look at Tiff this one, look how many lies, the three lies that he told from the very beginning. I'm a diamond heiress, I got a private jet and I got money. We know that people go on dates and they'd be like, you know, you ask questions of people probably, I haven't dated in a long time, but I'm sure people ask questions about your past relationships or what you like to do, things like that. And I feel like there's a multitude of mini lies that might happen that, that might happen in that. Like, even if you date a guy, you go out with a guy and he's like, I love the Knicks. And you're like, in your head, that's interesting. But you say out loud, me too. Oh, I grew up loving them. Da, da, da. That's a lie. That's a lie. Those are the type of lies people tell quickly. Or someone just said, good point. Lies in a job interview. People lie in job interviews all the time. I would love to get paid nothing to be your slave. Oh, no, I don't do that. People lie all the time in a job interview because something takes over you and you just want to get the job, right? But like, you tell many white lies in a job interview all the time. And that's a stranger that you're just meeting. So I guess what... What we still didn't answer this question, right? Like, when do the when are the white lies no longer white lies? I'm not gonna call them black lies. When are the when are the white lies no longer white lies? I think when they're not harmless anymore. But we don't even know who determines the harm with a lie, right? Like, you may think it's harmless, but to me, it's catastrophic. But to when, your point, you said it's about intent. Like, did I intend to harm when I told you this thing? I did say that, and it was very great when I did say that at the point, but in feeling it, even if you didn't intend to hurt me and you hurt my feelings, I'm, I'm still hurt. Yeah. But, yeah, it's hard, right? Because, like, if I didn't intend to hurt you when I told you this thing, but your feelings are still hurt, all I can do is apologize at that point and hope that you accept the apology and understand, lock into your better nature, to want to forgive me and forgive me in that moment, right? Because if I didn't intend to hurt you, I can't control, I, it's almost out of my control how you felt about the thing. Okay. Or how you're going to receive it. Okay. I'm curious about what, y'all got to tell y'all business because I want to know, what are big lies you've told 
if you've gotten caught, <laughs> if you've gotten caught, I'm filing my nails waiting for the stories to come through. Or what are, or what are big lies that you've been told and you've caught the person? Someone said, I lie to my hubby every week. When I tell you, when I tell him I'm going to eat the food we have at home. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Hold on. There was just a statistic about how many times we lie in marriage. Um, where'd it go? One out of 10 interactions in a marriage, we lie in. What? Yeah. Let me write that down because I'm going to have a conversation after this. Marriage, you're lying. And and not and not married folks, it says it's less. They didn't give an actual number. And men are eight more time eight times more likely to lie than women. Oh yeah. okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I'm about to this have is, a um, we'll no. be having a conversation after this in my house. Pamela Meyer, um, she wrote this book called Lie Spotting and she did a TED talk about it, about lying and like being able to spot when people are lying and like um little cold like whether their eyes are shifting and things like that about to, to be able to de catch deception are there lies you would accept like i feel like there are probably do you think there's any truth to the fact that you're more willing to forgive someone who's close to you for lying to you than you would someone who's not as close to you so like you were saying about money being a deal breaker right mm -hmm. and how like not that it's a deal breaker, but that's like a very like touchy lie for you. A hard line. Do you feel like, I'm gonna use your brother for an example. If your brother made those same transgressions against you, would you be much more willing to forgive him and it's not a deal breaker than if a friend did it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, right. I think that um, although the people closest to us, families and like significant others, we hold them to a higher standard and hope that they wouldn't lie to us. I think we also have a holler tolerance for um, what we're willing to accept or the lies that we'll, we'll take from our, rather than from our friends. I wonder why that is, right? Because if you to our point of like our last, the last one we did about friends, so our last episode about friends, it depends on how close they are oh yeah how, how close they are in the circle yeah to be able to, to tolerate those it's so weird like i think there's truth to what you just said but isn't that weird right like you hold this person to a higher standard but you're much more willing to forgive them if they fall short of the standard you yeah. would think that a higher standard comes with higher stakes yeah but it doesn't in practicality for whatever reason i think it I think in the higher stakes, the the measurement the barometer, it has to, it's graver, it's grander than like the white lies become. There's a higher tolerance of white lies, and the white lies are even measured at a larger scale at that at that level than it would be with your friends. Is, is that making sense? What do you mean by that? Like, so lying about the finances and maybe gambling a portion of your your income away. Mm -hmm would be catastrophic if your friend owed you money versus if your partner did it, right? Because they're higher, there's more involved in it. So that may, that may be super big with your friends, but like your marriage or your significant your relationship with your significant other, it's small, it's a smaller scale thing. Gambling away your money? And, and that's why it's not all your money, but I'm just saying like, if you're, for me, like my friend owe me money and says, where's my money? We're going back and forth as, as for the issue of contention. Mm -hmm. It's easier for me to cut off my friend 
than it is for me to come oh, okay. from husband. I see. So there's a higher threshold for the for amount of trans for the amount of tra yeah, transgressions exactly. you'll accept. Yes. Somebody asked where I was getting those stats from. Um, it was a TED talk by Pamela Meyer. It's only like 20 minutes. It's it's short and cute and to the point. Um, I went away and borrowed my booze car and got it towed and told him everything was good with my trip and he didn't find out the car was towed until seven years later. Sis. What? What happened? I want to know more. <laughs> who said that? Um, who said that? I guess after seven years, it's like, whatever. <laughs> that was seven years ago and we survived. <laughs> I... Well, I have, I have a story. That you I'm tried to protect him, though. See, in, see, the intent was there. The intent was to protect him from the stress of the car <laughs> being towed. I'll tell a story about... Um, and she, no, they were protecting themselves. They weren't protecting the other person. <laughs> and, and I know from experience, because, I mean, it wasn't a car. But when Mike and I were dating, and I, I think he knows this story, but I don't know if he remember, <laughs> remembers this story. And it's embarrassing as fuck. But when Mike and I were dating, um, I was at his house one weekend. He like left to go to work and I was like still hanging in the apartment for a little bit and I used the bathroom. And Mike, for those who know, back in the day he used to live in a rinky dink apartment. That's how you know this is love. You, you don't know, have to put my you don't have to put my friend's business out there. The apartment was, was great. I've been, I've been I've been through the trenches, okay? Uh, I wouldn't call it the trenches, okay? There from, was a roof. From, ra from rags, not to riches, but rags to middle class, okay? Lower middle there class. was a roof, it was a lovely apartment. And it, <laughs> It was not lovely. Don't do that. It was not lovely. There were four walls. If you were homeless, it would have been lovely. <laughs> there was heat. There was probably heat for sure. Anyway, so he left, and I used the bathroom. And Michael always used to joke around, like, oh, I don't use the bathroom in front of him, like, not even pee, which I just have a big bladder. Still, like, still do to this day. But I went number two, and I flushed, and all I know is that water came up. Woo, woo, woo. And I was like, what do I do? I was like, what do I do? What do I do? The bathroom mat got soaked. It was, it was bad. It was bad. To the point where the neighbor downstairs started hitting the floor. Like, it was bad. It was so Z, it was so, what? It was so, <laughs> so fucking bad. Wow, if I arrived in a different place in my life to be able to tell this story publicly and for it to be <laughs> memorialized someplace. Anyway, so the super comes in, like, the, the neighbor downstairs, the toilet. I said, yeah, I don't know what happened. Can you, like, check it out? Can you check it out? They fixed it. Anyway. I cleaned up that apartment, spick and span, left, and never said a thing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the super came by and asked if everything was okay. And I was like, really? <laughs> now why? I Again. Was I wasn't protecting him. I was protecting myself. Oh, I was going to say, I was about to, I was about to ride for you. <laughs> like, I was like, Again, you were protecting him from the stress of having to deal with shitty water. <laughs> I was, I, I, I'm sweating thinking about the stress I was under when it happened. I was just, I was like, what the hell? And then when they started banging, <laughs> somebody else knows what's going on in here. There are witnesses. Do I need to kill them? <laughs> there are witnesses. I'm so proud of you for telling this story. No, yeah, content. Uh-huh, content. For the sake of content. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm trying to see what other stories we have in here. Oh, someone said my memory be bad, so I can't be lying because I risk you circling back to that lie with verification. That's that's a fact. Facts. That's why you can't lie to your parents because your parents. A fact. They will remember. Um, I'm someone said, "When did you tell him the truth?" Oh, maybe that's the story about the um, the towed car. Someone wanted to know when did they? When did the person find out the truth? 
Okay. What are, so we talked about like intent around lies and when, you know, like that intent is important. We talked about scale of lies. I was going to ask you like, what would be the signs for you that someone is a scammer or is trying to finesse you other than money? Like what are the signs before it gets to the big ass that is the real con? Like what were the signs that Anna and Simon's friend should have picked up? You know, I think it's a really, really about protecting self at some point, right? Like I think in both of those situations, both, both vi victims in both scenarios wanted something um, from those people, right? Like they wanted, in Tinder, they wanted that lavish lifestyle. They wanted to be the girl to, you know, they wanted to be his girl and live that lavish lifestyle. And mm -hmm. so they were willing to turn a blind eye or like continue to deceive themselves. Like one girl got nine lines of credit. Let me tell you something. Let me, and let's talk about this, how the crossover happens, right? She has she a GoFundMe right now. She has nine lines of credit. I think she's, I think it was like $140,000 worth of debt over several cards, including American Express. American Express, she called them crying. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this man got me. And they American were like, that's a personal Express, problem. They, no, they pulled up to her house. Oh. <laughs> they pulled up to her house, like, tell us what happened. Do you have a picture? She showed them the picture. They looked at each other. Yep, that's him. And still <laughs> made that woman pay that money back. Okay? Whereas in uh, Anna, Inventing Anna, the same girl, Rachel, $62,000 on her Amex card and Amex could give that shit. No, they didn't. She that's said she's she paid it back. She said that they, they, let it, they let it go. According to, according to Shonda's version, she said that she didn't have to do it. America that's not true. She, has to pay, she had to pay back. And then that's, that was the whole thing about the episode. Like she got $600,000 book deal and all these other things, but Amex for, forgave it because they realized how crazy this thing was. Oh, I feel like I read somewhere. Maybe, you know, I've like, so you know how I get when I get interested in something and I like go down a rabbit hole and I read everything about it. I feel like I read somewhere she had to pay Amex back and she used the money from the book deal to be able to pay off the Amex it's very possible that your facts are facts because i remember thinking after that and after watching simon like one thing about amex they gonna get their coins they don't care <laughs> like, okay they like i'm so sorry that happened to you please pay us <laughs> and so for me rachel wanted to be a part of that lavish lifestyle she wanted to yeah. do the kardashian saying spots doing selfies she wanted to go out to you know these lavish hotels i think that it for me i would hope lord that I would be able to spot something like that before I definitely would before getting that deep in because I'm not I'm not feeding or wanting something from someone so bad mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah and you're not gonna continue to, I'm not gonna jeopardize my shit at home mm -hmm, my mm -hmm. roof mm -hmm. over my head and mm -hmm. my kid's head and my husband's head for the sake of these things fame right? and right. riches and, right? and all that and stuff younger me would have gotten caught up no because I didn't have it and I wasn't gonna put myself out there to fuck up my future just for the five minutes of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that 
I think, think in both scenarios, people are wanting something. Like they're trying to, they're, they're aspiring and they're, they're yearning for this lavish lifestyle. That a, my grandma, my granny used to say, don't put your basket where you can't reach. Yeah. Right? Like don't go, don't live above your means. Don't be trying to yearn for things that you can't really support. And I think that, that, that's a true value for me. So I'm not, oh, y'all want Moe? Um, do you have, what's, how champagne, please? You know, I'll go out and have a good time. Or can I have water with lemon? You know, mm -hmm. I'm going to dinners back in my younger days where it's a, it's a group dinner and I have a glass of water. Is the lemon free? I'll take that. Guys, I can't afford this. And also being transparent about that. I can't afford this. Yeah. I'm just, water. I'm just having the water. I'm here to support. I'm having the water. Or, I, or I'll keep my black ass home. I think there's something to that. I think that you, like, probably hit the nail on the head. It's, like, about, like, where your head is at, too, so that you don't fall for those things. Or, like, where your priorities are. But I know that I have fallen for lies from people. And I do try you, to think back. Do you ex have you ever been lied to, known it was a lie and accepted it, and like not confronted it? Like just like, okay, you just eat it? Mm, okay. I have done that before. Why? I have done that before. Because like, <laughs> because like sometimes I just feel like, what's the point? Like, what's the point of me telling you I just caught you in a lie? Do I even care? that much like i've already made a decision in my heart in my mind about who you are and what type of person you are based on this interaction i don't so know if you like outer friends like this is not like close nuclear friends yeah like, i can't think of a situation yeah. where i've had like a close close friend like lie to me in a hurtful way i don't think i've had that happen maybe like harmless things but like not in like a way that's like really rocked me and hurt me in some way I'm trying to think back. That's why I'm being quiet. Actually, that's not true. I have had like a close friend lie to me in a way that like when I was told by somebody else that A plus B didn't equal C, I literally, literally was like, there's no way this person would not lie to me. If mm -hmm. this person, I'm going to ask them. And if they say it, then it is so. And mm -hmm. then found out later that like, no, they did ask for lying to me. And I think in that situation, I cut that person off. Like, in I that situation, did you cut I, them off because it was like they weren't being, they weren't being honest, or the weight about of what they were lying about? I have just a hard time like looking like a fool. Like, <laughs> I think if it wasn't the interaction with someone else and me being like, no, there's no way this person would not lie to me, but tell me the truth. It's the looking like the fool part of it. Like, if it just happened, I think, and this is gonna be like, I'm gonna sound like a batshit crazy person, but if it had just happened between me and that person and I caught them in a lie, I would have been much more willing to be like, why would you, you know, have a conversation with them and maybe continue to, I don't know, maybe not have the same type of friendship, but continue a relationship with that person, knowing that they lied to me, if it had stayed between us. Mm. But because, I think because I had gone so hard to be like, there is no way in hell this person would not like to other people, just, and that feeling of feeling like a fucking fool for defending that person, that alone makes me not be able to talk to that person again. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? Because, and that's just me, that's my own insecurities and that's me caring too much about what other people think about me and blah, 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 blah. We could psycho babble, analyze me all we want. Right. But like, I just cut that person off. Don't talk to them. Well, you see me, don't see me. Like. Right, right, right. Again, like if there's a therapist I'm on here, I probably need a therapist. But like, because no, even no, the fact no, to be able to I'm cut a close friend off like that and I'm just be like, if you see me, don't see me. 
Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I did forget that you call yourself. I'm, I'm not going to be the one to tell you that's why you need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't see. I don't see. Um, um, even, but I'm just saying even that cutthroat nature is probably something in there that I should unpack. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's really about like, I think there's, I'm much, I would be much more willing to have seen past that hurt if I didn't feel like other people knew about it, had, were part, party to it in that particular situation. And that's the only time I can think of where I like someone have really like bold place lied to me in a way that like, wow, wow. Um, someone that was close to me. Otherwise, like, I'm sure my friends fucking lie to me all the time. Well, maybe, and maybe I didn't see that text. I can't go to that party. I don't feel like, you know, like, oh, I have this family thing. I can't go to that thing on that day. You guys dish them out. Those are all like scheduling things, though. And like, that's, what, that's just what's coming up to my, um, I'm fine. Even when I probably hurt their feelings and they don't. So when I looked it. it up, that's one of the, one of the, a, a top lie. I'm fine. Or what's wrong? I don't know. Big, like, biggest Big thing. lie. Because you can't bother. Top, like top 10 of like lies that are told. I'm fine. Um, when I tell that lie, it's because I can't bother. I don't like really feel like discussing or feeling the hurt again about discussing whatever's hurting me. I just can't bother. Or I feel like a baby about why I'm upset and I don't feel like talking to you about it. <laughs> or like, you know, that was great. Oh my God, we were at your house. We had so much fun. Oh, the food I thought was great. I thought was funny about top lies. Um, body counts. I thought that was hilarious. Ooh, body counts. And the average number is three. Like the, the number that people, women use, and it's usually women lying about the body count. So oh, I was about to say, the average number for body count is three? No, no, no. The average <laughs> number for the lie. Like the number, the lie, the lie, average lying number. Oh, I was going to be like, I'm going to have to start lying. <laughs> <laughs> Just three. I have a friend. Well, Jackie, Two. If, if we broke up, it don't count. If we're not married, it don't count. If it's been over two years, it don't count. So oh, okay. Therefore, there's certain calculations and factors. And then you can like if you have more than three or whatever you can like your list can come down that's so another might be topic three. like what goes in the body count but you said oh i lied when i met kurt i don't doubt it <laughs> i would have expected that i just that's a good question too what are lies that you may have told your spouse like your now spouse or significant other and then we talked about this too early like or we posed the question but never really answered it when do you correct those lies if these relationships become more like you know I know, I that's so hard that, let me tell you, let me tell you what i lie about all the time okay what i am a liar about this if somebody stops me and this hasn't happened in years because i've been in my house but if somebody used to stop me on the street and be like which way is fifth avenue which way is sixth avenue which way is the train uh that way I oh, I lie about that too, but I don't lie in that way. I say, I don't know, I'm not from here. I don't know, I'm not from here. I have sent several people in the wrong direction, probably 99.9% .9 of the time. I lie about that all the time. It was, there was a certain point in my life and I was like, oh, let's check Google Maps. What, what street you want to go where? Let's check Google Maps together. And then like, I'll try and figure out if I'm in the mood. But usually I'm just like, mm, the breeze, that way. No, I literally be like, I don't know. I'm not from here. I don't know. With my New York accent. I'm not from here. I'm not from here. <laughs> that's what? Not from here. Oh, you coming down the streets like you know. That's why they stopped you. 
They shouldn't stop you. Again, so people don't stop me because my face. Friend, don't lie to me about canceling. Cancel on me with pride. I don't want to go anyway. That's that's I think, true. I, I agree with that. Thing, I think that's a newer thing. What to cancel on someone with pride? Like to cancel with pride and and to be accepting of accepting like someone canceling on you. Because why don't you want to go? Come on, it's gonna be so much fun. We used to guilt trip people into that. That's it. That's now age. That we got to a different age group or like area in our lives. Now we're like. Oh, okay. It's cool. We don't gotta go. I'd rather stay home anyway. But before, I'd be like, "Come on, let's go." You don't gotta. Why you don't want to go? You don't got the money. I'll cover your drinks. I used to be that friend for real. You look like oh, a you, pusher friend. You don't got the money. I'll pay for you. Don't worry. Let's go. We're gonna have a good time. You look you like a pusher. I think now you said what? You're sure? You look like a pusher friend. I was. Now not I'm me. Like, My whole friend. life, I've been like, "Let's not go, then." <laughs> oh, no, I'm like, "Come on, let's go. It's gonna be so much fun. It's gonna be so much fun." The the unplanned nights are the best nights. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I used to have it down. I feel like you've said that recently. <laughs> I'm predicting that's the best nights. Let's go. It's going to be so much fun. Let's go. Come on. Come on. When you're yeah. ready to go, we'll leave. When you're ready to go, we'll leave. You ready to leave? Let's stay. Let's stay. It's just getting good. It's just getting good. Yeah. <laughs> no, but now I think we're in a place where like, I don't want to go. Cool. We don't got to go. Yeah. Or I don't want to go out. Come over to my house. Or you know, let's do something low key. Or let's reschedule. But before, back in the day, we never used to do that. People still, I think people still lie about canceling. Pat, that that has to be. I'm like, let's not go. We're not going to go. And Danielle, you got to give me some advance notice. Not when I'm about to walk out my house, you're going to cancel on me. Like, you had a good half, of, I would say anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes to cancel on me. Oh, no, you can cancel me on the way. I don't care. I will make a Yui and go home happily. Come, not when you live so far. You're going to tell me you're going to come over the white stone. And I'm like, hey, so I thought about it. You're five minutes late. I don't want to go anymore. The way my life is set up, that car drive by myself was peace. Anyway, <laughs> I already went out. This was oh, great. No. I was happy for my peace to ride in my car. Myself. I'm going with myself. Yeah, that's where you and I differ again. So, <laughs> you don't want to go? Sure, no problem. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna go make friends. Another lie they say that people tell in relationships a lot, like especially when a relationship is getting serious, is about your credit score. People will lie if they don't have good credit. They'll lie and be like, "Oh, my credit score is fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine." If they have credit card like debt and stuff like that, they will not own up to it. You know, th that's a good question, or I think a good question is whether or not people are even asking the other person, like in in, in intimate partner relationships, about credit scores, because that wasn't a, que a question that I asked. Nor did I really care because I knew my credit was good. Oh, true. True. Right, and I was I wasn't banking on your credit, so it was cool. I'm good. I know I know my bills are paid on time. I think I think that's probably a bigger just question for financials altogether. They're probably saying credit score, but they just mean like all the problems saying my yeah. financials are in order, even right. though I'm living hand to mouth. And well, we've seen um, we've seen recently like on social media about um, the one girl that showed up to a date with like numerous of her family members. Or girls that have gone on dates, and the men have like gone to the bathroom and never come back, haven't come back, <laughs> like ghosted them. I the thought date. girls were the ones who did that. I mean, there's some niggas out here that ain't shit too. So wow. I think just as many men that do it, there are women that do it, and vice versa. So they be leaving because people, the check the check is too much or whatever. Possibly, or they maybe they're not feeling a date anymore, or the girl talking spice, or maybe they just want to go out for a free meal. It's rough out there in the dating world, like. Uh -huh. Girls are dealing with a lot of things. 
don't don't leave me at the table too. well that's fine because I, I always make sure when i used to go on dates i make sure i don't order anything i can't pay for myself okay with experience i learned that asking about his pockets was a prerequisite to even seeing me in person i i agree really so like even before like so like were these people that like you would meet on social media or like through a different medium and before you would even go on a date they had to have like a good credit score you asking me no, no this I'm was a question in the comments who posed it when i was going on dates i didn't care about anything like, I, just, I didn't care about credit score sometimes i was going for a free meal or some company. i was like let's just go let's just see I what had, it is i had some good dates and i've had some bad dates okay i'm like i'm bored i guess i'll go i'm not interested in you at all oh that's a lie i used to tell lies I, I would get us not be interested and still be like I'm here because I'm bored. <laughs> you ain't gonna digmatize me and then try to get your debt after the fact. You know, I didn't digmatize, but they catch me the debt, but I didn't digmatize. They don't they didn't talk <laughs> You wanna go Dutch on this meal? Oh, I'm gonna just come over, we can hang out. Let's order in. Yeah. That's another way to do it. What else see? What else can we talk about lying? I said I I was talking to somebody else about this topic and they were like I'm, I'm not a, I'm not gonna say who it was. They're like, I'm not a liar. I don't lie. I really, I really don't lie. And That's a lie. If you're a parent, you're a liar because I, 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 you may not intend to be, but you lie all the time. I know. Can you invite that person? I would like to talk to them about their lies. Who? <laughs> the person who told you that. That they don't lie. Put them on Front Street. Let's let's break it down. They have never told somebody they're fine and they're not fine. They have never told somebody they'll be there in five minutes and they're at home. They never told some guy they were interested when they weren't. They a liar about their lying. Um, I I can't I can't add. Only you can add. They never told their friend that they look good, and they they could look better. You gotta invite somebody by the name of Suan Gaida to the chat. Oh, I'm not gonna do that to Suan. But Suan, you have probably told lies before. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, what are big lies that I've been told or people have told me that they like, like they got caught up in? Probably people like, you know, they have a whole separate family. That happened to um, a family member of mine. She was met somebody at a bar I wish she was here so she could tell you the story herself so I might fuck it up. But she met somebody at a bar. She was, liked him. They went on several dates together, like, into it, whatever. And I don't know if she, like, decided to Google. I don't know how she became aware of this, but apparently this person was engaged. And the engagement broke off because they habitually do this thing where, like, they, like, date girls and act like they didn't have a fiancé. And the fiancé wrote a whole fucking blog about it to warn other girls that it was happening. And I don't know like how she came to find the blog. I don't remember, it was like years ago. I don't remember the intricate details of it, but that literally happened to her. This man was full on engaged and was like running the town, meeting girls out, dating them. Like, and she was like dating him. Like they'd gone on several dates together and never once did it come up. I mean, he was an engaged person. At least she found out when he was engaged. I feel like this this happens to people all the time. Not all the time, but happens to people where they're like, they have a full-on family. Like, kids, wife, husband, what you know, picket fence. Yeah. And they're out here, like, socially dating, but they have a whole family. And it's like, how do you see the, how do you see the, I wish we, I, 
Like, how do you see the flags? Like, where are the red flags? Where are the signs? How do you get caught up in that? Is it the delusion? Do you, do you want this relationship or want to be with somebody so bad that you, you push these flags, you know, you wave these flags to the side because you want us, you know, to be in a relationship? Because love is blinding. Or wanting to be in a relationship can be blinding. But, like, there's definitely probably red flags in there that, like, you are just, like, ignoring because you want to believe the best in this person. You want to trust every, like, what I said at the top of the show, people want to trust more than not trust. You want a relationship so bad it's kind of bleak out here that you're like, all right, I'm going to look past that. I'm going to look past that because how can someone have a completely separate family and be available to you in the way they should if you're dating them like there has to be times where you tried to contact that person and the story about why you couldn't contact them didn't line up that has to happen or you want to see that person and the story about why you can't see them doesn't line up this is my the, as we talk about this i think like what when are the little white lies too many white lies right like when is it when do the white lines become red flags yeah that's what i was asking at the top of the show i don't know the answer to that i don't know the answer to that because like and and then that's when you said like <clears throat> that's when you were kind of saying like depending on i don't know the exact word you said but like depending on how close the person is to you, you're willing to like give them more trans transgressions than not so then like when do you reach a limit uh, like when does the the white the lie take Full to the brim where you can't look past it anymore. Invite Solio and Estrellas, excuse my Spanish, and because I want to hear about some of these lies and when when was enough enough. Let's see if he'll come on. Um, I think it, it the that question poses another question. It depends on like the values and the rapport of the relationship, right? Like if it's somebody that I deeply care about, and you continue you're continuously lying and they're white lies. I'm doesn't become a point where I address them. Like, why are you lying about X? Why are you lying about this? Or just tell me about that. Versus if I don't, if there's not much skin in the game where I don't really care, then those lies, you may just continue to tell them, but I'm just going to push you further and further away from me, right? Like, you're going to tell lies and continue to tell me them, but I'm going to know that they're lies. I'm not, I'm not even going to care enough to kind of like engage or be phased by them. Yeah. Wouldn't we just be better off just cutting it off from the get-go, though? Like, wouldn't you, you would be you better off doing that? Like, you wouldn't know. Like, the, you, it's these small white lies or these lies that kind of, like, build to red flags that over time, you, you know, you build a rapport, you build a relationship, you build a connection. Now they're intimate with your friends and social circle or whatever, that once the, the white lies amount to a red flag, that it's kind of like there's no there's no reconciling there's no fixing it I just I just know you're a liar or I'm I'm not gonna trust the things that you say I feel like there's a movie um why did I get married every time that Marcus lying we know we know his cue for why he's lying you know mm -hmm. what I mean like mm -hmm. you just you may just get that rapport or like that reputation report reputation of being a liar and that's cool like we know we know the role or I know the role that you play in my life or my friend circle we can't really trust what you're saying like someone just said, and I agree, like, why have them waste their breath with you anymore then? Just like, exit stage left. Like, what's the, couldn't, can't, for me, I think it's like, at a certain point, it's very hard for me to 
listen to someone when I cannot trust the words that are coming out of their mouth. Right. So when all the white lies amount to a red flag, at that point, you were like, oh, well, I just know what role you have in my life. And, and my difference is so you no longer are privy to have a role in my life. Right. Exactly. And I, I think we agree, but maybe it's just a level of energy. That yeah, that you put into that it. Because you're not even saying hi to the people on the home. Group oh, line. yeah. I'm putting no energy. I'm still saying hi to the whole people on home. Group line. So they may hit me up and say, hey, Z, what's up? How you doing? Hey, girl, what's going on? How you been? Everything. Good? Oh, great. Glad to hear it. Whereas. I'm yeah. Kidding. Well, I'm quick. I'm quick to cut. Yeah. I do not. Yes. But if we learned one thing today, we learned Janae does not say hello to strangers. And if y'all see her in public, so you can't even be famous. You can't even be famous. I'm not trying to be famous. Well, actually, I could be famous because I don't have to say hello to anybody. I could be staying. You can, they're going to be on Twitter about you, okay? And not in a Rihanna type of way, like in a bad type of way. No, I could be the type of famous where I protect my energy and I don't always have to be saying people. Like, Beyonce doesn't say hi to everybody in the street. She says hi when she feels like it, when she's on. Let me tell you something. I was talking about fame right here. You talk about full on notoriety, Beyonce level. You, you, oh. you, you're not even trying to say hi to people on the home. Cause like you ain't reached Beyonce level yet. Okay, you went, to, you went too far. You went too far, friend. You went too far. <laughs> Come back. I'm just saying, like I'm not trying to be That's famous. What you want to aspire to be. I get it. But I'm just saying that I'm not trying to be famous, but there is a way to be famous and also protect your energy. And I don't give my energy to strangers because I think there's a lot of mad men in the world and I would rather not meet them. Okay. I, right. And I stand by that. My said, or another lie, it's so good to see you. Oh, I say that all the time. <laughs> good boy. Y'all, a lot of y'all out here are liars. And let me... Or let's, oh, let's do this again. Or we should hang out. Why do we, the question is, why do we, why do we tell white lies, right? Like, I think we know that there are motivating factors to why we tell big lies. Protect people's feelings, protect our feelings, to be control of the narrative. But what, do you think, maybe, is it the same answer for white lies? Like, why yes, do we say is. those things? I say those things out of politeness, like. You don't have to say those things to be polite, though. Okay. Yeah, I get, but I'm not going to say what I really feel. is like, it was nice talking to you for five minutes. Um, we'll never do this again. <laughs> Like, I'll never see you. Goodbye. It was, never it, was great, it was great to do this, this one time. But it wasn't great because I, all, like, oh. maybe it wasn't great. It I'm wasn't great I, to talk glad, to you. I'm glad I got this experience. Yeah, like someone said, society tells us that's what's nice. Like, those are the cordials that you're supposed to do when you're having a conversation with someone. Oh my God, it was so good to see you. We should hang out sometime. Give me a call. Like, that's polite society says that that's the way you're supposed to behave. So you do it. But like the real narrative in my head is not, it was so nice to see you. Let's um, give me a call. Let's do this again. The real narrative in my head is, can we finish this small talk? Cause I really got to get going. Like, I'm glad I found a little bit about your business. I'm gonna keep it moving. That I'm not gonna say that to you. I'm really happy that you, you, you continue to tell white lies to the people that you meet because otherwise it's just gonna be you, your husband and your kids and, and your family, honestly. Honestly and truly, because I'm telling you the truth, I'm being real about how I really feel inside. I'm telling you my no, but, how but I really so feel. Like when, I, I guess. Do you I, feel like Zuri, when you meet someone in the home goods line or some random stranger, you've never met a stranger you spoke to, and you said something like, "I don't know, we should do this again," or even your neighbors or coworkers, "We should do this again. We should get a drink," and you don't truly mean that. 
You've never done that in your life? I'm just keeping it real with you right now. I have definitely done that often. I'm going to tell you why it's hard for me to say no that I haven't done that. Because at, at least at the bare minimum, I want to sit down with them because you know me. I, want, I have questions. Oh, you're nosy. Un, there are a lot yeah. of unanswered questions. There may be things, to, even coworkers, there may be tea that I want to discuss that we can't talk about you know, in, in the confines of our office. But if they have a few drinks, then they might be a little more free to talk about it. Um, I'm really trying to think if there's a person that I met that I'm like, mm, I definitely don't want to be in a room with them again. There are definitely people that you have met, Zuri, that you do not want to be in a room with again. And politeness has made you not tell them that. I Nobody say, can I, handle I, that I, level I of truth. Politeness has, not, politeness, has not made, politeness has made me say, or has prevented me from saying, oh, um, let's do this again. If I don't like you and I don't want to be in a room with you, it has to be, you must, I must really not like you. And I won't say, even out of politeness, yeah, we should do this again. I don't, I won't do you that. You never said that. You never made, like uh, Sue just said, you never, never made that. plans you've never planned on going through with. You've never made those type of plans. That is never, a lie. No, I'm always down to meet people and hang out. Never say never. I can't, I'm really trying to wrap my brain if there's like one person or an instance where I'm like, oh, she want to hang out while she wear. Even people that are mutual friends who I don't, they're not particularly my cup of tea. I'm still intrigued to know more about them, why they're not my cup of tea. So I'm down to sit down and chat and have a conversation. You want to go to happy hour? Sure, let's go. You're cut let's from a different cloth, bro. Yeah. You'll give your energy to anybody. I, I'm down to like get to know and understand and figure out, especially yeah. if there's like a, the only people, when I think about like in my, in my spirit, as, as the Western Indian say, the only thing that like goes against my grain are people who I don't fuck with, that I'm not fucking with you no more. There's no way I'm going to say that to you. I won't say, because I'm not even going to talk to you. So people who I genuinely do not like, I'm not fucking with, or I've completely cut off, I'm not gonna, there, there won't be those niceties or those white lies to be like, we should do this again. Or I'm so, so glad we can reconnect after all this time. We should definitely catch and catch, you know, pick up and have a drink. I won't say that. And if I genuinely don't like you, let's say you and I were friends and, you know, you had a spouse or a partner or a boyfriend that you met, you know, or a friend that you introduced me to, out of niceties, I wouldn't be like, hey, it was so good to meet you. We should all, we should all hang out. No, but, oh, it was nice. It was nice meeting you. And Even like, oh, it was so good to meet you is a white lie. It was no. It was so good to meet you because now, bitch, I know I don't fucking like you. <laughs> it was so good to meet you because when my friends start talking to me about you, I'm like, not that crazy, bitch. <laughs> so it was good to meet you. I'm glad. I'm glad. And my my other friends will tell you like I, when they talk about like their other friends, and I find I'm so glad to meet you because I've I've, I've I've heard so much about you. That is that is true for me. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we should do an experiment where for one week, we just tell people exactly the facts and see how they uh, react to us. And I think that you will find moments- Because you gonna get fucked up. <laughs> you will find moments where you're like, oh, I probably should not have said that. I'm not gonna get fucked up. I'm just not gonna talk to anybody. Like, how do you get fucked up if you don't say anything? You gotta, if you have nothing nice to say, you keep your mouth closed. That's why a lot of the times I'm quiet. So you gonna be mute the whole time? If it's necessary, if it's necessary, hi, if it's hi. necessary, if it's necessary, I will be mute. Okay. Someone said people can't handle bluntness or for the most part. So we exactly, I, but it's not about being, is it bluntness or is it honest? Okay. Honesty, but it's all, it's all, in, it's all in how you present it. Right. Like it's not what you say it's how you say it. Okay. I know that I have definitely lied to people when I told them that I will 
let's do this again, things like that. And I've done it because I think that social niceties require it, but I don't truly mean let's do this thing or hang out again, if I'm being like really real to myself. I do it, yeah, like, and I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm really making myself look like a mean person on this, on this chat, but like, I'm just trying to keep it real. Like I've definitely done that, definitely. I'm, I'm, and this is my nature. I'm trying to feel like if I've told like, let's hang out, let you know, let's go for drinks. Any person I've really said that to, I've genuinely like, I've meant it. Cause I'm down, you know, I'm down. I'm, if I don't enjoy your company, at least I'm gonna enjoy my drink at the very least. Yeah, yes. Um, but I think that's also my personality and everyone is not like me clearly because. <laughs> I should like, come oh, off this live because I am gonna like lose friends being on this live. They're gonna be like, Janae, what? Yeah. You're a liar. You lie all the time. Well, they're white lies, and you, this year it was never your intention. To <laughs> to harm them. I just think that like pleasantries require you to lie sometimes, especially like with coworkers and stuff like that. Like, yo, in the office place, I feel like social niceties require you to say a lot of shit that you don't mean. A lot. A lot. Maybe you feel like the need to engage and don't because even. So when I started the job where I am now, in my previous job, I was I was very um, close with like my other coworkers. So more like they knew parts of my life, you know, things about my mom, things about my brother. They could ask about my family by name and what's going on, like kind of catch up. When I got to this new job, one it's also a larger organization. I was kind of like these people don't really need to know my business, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I've kind of like kept that same mindset, like. Mm, and so I don't, at this job that I'm at now, I don't have any like work friends. We have, I have people, I'm like, oh, we should go for a drink. I'm down to go for a drink and we could chop it about, chop it up, chop up about the shop and talk about things that are going on. Just because we go out for drinks doesn't mean I'm going to invite you to my house and to the, the family barbecue or to things going on at my home and we're going to have a good time. But I genuinely mean, let's go for a drink. Let's go have a good time. Let's go to happy hour. I go to happy hour and drinks with my coworkers and we stay now late and we have a good time and we keep keying and it was so much fun and I'm so glad we did this genuinely but there's also boundaries in my life yeah but there's other types of lies at work like you're in a meeting people are spouting ideas and you tell somebody that's a great idea that shit's shit or you're in a meeting and someone's mansplaining to you and instead of saying stop being a motherfucking mansplainer you say, thank you so much, Bob, for doing that. Actually, da 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 Like, there's like, social graces do require some level of white lying to navigate them seamlessly. Um, and I think like, not just about like going out and like having drinks and stuff like that, but I do think that there's definitely lies that you tell in the workplace to keep things professional. Like, instead of saying, bitch, why can't you read? You might say, per my last email. Like, some with, like, politeness. But those are lies. That's, yeah, they're not lies. But or, so lies. sorry, wires got crossed. No, wires didn't get crossed, bitch. You're dumb. Okay. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I do, I truly believe, like, there's no way you can say that, like, 
you're free from lying, white lying, because I think we all do it. Like there's social graces require us to lie in certain situations. Bluntness is not as, like someone else said, bluntness is not, the world is not ready for blunt honesty. Yeah. I think, um, I in all forms. I receive, I receive what you're saying. And I think the thing that you said, like per my last email kind of sits with me, but there's something in my spirit that doesn't accept that for me. Because no such, even though the examples that you're talking about, like the meetings, I just won't say anything. Mm. That, wasn't, that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> Do we have other ideas? Well, I think that, I'm not going to say your idea was it. <laughs> Sorry, what? That wasn't a good idea, Bob. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't say that was, I don't say it like that. In my mind, I'm like, no, that wasn't a good idea. I'll offer another idea and I won't talk about your idea. So I also think that what we can, what we can consider is X, Y, and Z. I'm not going to cre- like pad it for them. I don't know. I just, I'm socially here and in my personal life, I'm ha ha he, he, he at work. I'm also not, ha ha, I can't yeah. be he, but it's not to the same extent, same level. And I think, I mean, we've talked about too, like black women in the workplace. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that I've never told a white lie and I don't tell white lies. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I'm there, you know, um, for sure I've, I've done them um but like I if i was like, in my old career if i was trying to like close a deal get a project sold through do something and it required talking to someone on the client side and that conversation and that small talk required me to tell a few little white lies to keep it moving to get it to the goal i was definitely telling those white lies like i can't think of what they might be like i don't know we should totally go to xyz restaurant and like have dinner over this topic or whatever i don't know but like i do find that in my life i do end up telling white lies for sure we love zuri sorry i'm just gonna let zuri back in what happened to you sorry i got tired of listening to you so i left Uh oh no, I'm lying. I mean, it well, was, it is I, time I, to I, wrap up if you want to wrap it up. <laughs> no, no, no. My I, there I go lying again. My iPad, like, cut out. I don't know what happened. But, yes, I, I heard a lag. I heard something about your, you're talking about something in your meeting. I was just saying that, like, I, like, talking about, like, my professional life and, like, how in my past life of, um, like, trying to close deals or, like, sell something through, there are definitely white lies I've told to. Yeah clients and colleagues to get those things moving smoothly yeah um so i am here to admit that i'm a white liar sorry we all never felt victimized by any of my white lies you're you're not the only one we all tell white lies and if 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 we want to get into the degree of it too i'm a lawyer lawyers are often oh yeah lawyers lawyers. like the whole career is built on lies but it's how you frame it it's how you present it it's how you say it it's how you spin it that's not a lie. That's the truth. Um, but yeah, and and I think for you too, like ad advertising sales, it's all about the pitch. So you gotta spin it too. So every yes, everyone lies. Yep. I think it's just a matter of like the gravity of the lie, the white lies, and the intention behind the lie. Um, and one of the the, the TED talk, Pamela something. I'll tell you again, Pamela Pamela Meyer the author of lie spotting she said and i thought this was really interesting lying is a cooperative act i have to tell the lie and you have to believe it or you have to just accept it as is and not question it 
or not suspect any sort of deception and, and just fly with, like, just go with it. And I think that's true, right? Like, somebody tells you something and you're suspicious of it, you can either accept it and be like, okay, cool. I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or ask questions and, and get more detail and like, no, what you mean? Why can't you give me my $50? You know, or why can't you, whatever the case may be, to ask more questions about it. Um, especially if you're suspicious. Like these, the Tinder Swindler and the Anna Adobe people. H- how do we get here? How do we get so deep in this? Yeah. If you'd have told me you got got for a thousand dollars max because you got money in white caucasity, five thousand dollars, I'd be like, damn, sis, how like what happened? What questions did you ask? Yeah. Me? How did we get here? But to a hundred and forty thousand dollars, nine lines of credit. Come on. Come on. I'm trying to think like in my life right now, is there anyone who could swindle me like that? And I could get swim I could get swindled. We get swindled every day by, by our kids. That's number one. So besides your kids, are there other people? No, I'm thinking like, are there adult people in my life who could swindle me to that level at this point? Like $140,000 swindle you? I'm really thinking like, who could swindle me like that? I feel like- When, do you, start, when do you start learning to lie? Um, I think when ooh, you start to talk. Yeah. The, the Pamela Meyer, the lie spot, they talk about like how toddlers like fake cry and even like wait to see who's coming. And then decide whether or not they're gonna keep crying or stop. I would um, like to so- let you know that Jade is a cool 15, 16 months, and she lies every day about if she has poopy in her pants or not. That girl knows she has poopy and she'll look at you and be like, no. <laughs> she doesn't want to stop playing to get changed. The um so. the gorilla that w- that they taught to do sign language lied and told them that the pup the, the stuffed animal rabbit snatched the sink off the wall okay so from when you learn in basic language you learn to lie yeah. and, I, and i think i think it comes from like like trying to control the narrative right like protecting yourself or not wanting to get in trouble or like how people perceive you or whatever the case may be but i think from you can talk you can lie from, from when you can talk oh or communicate you can lie point. controlling the narrative and pr- controlling how people perceive you are at the heart of why people are lying yeah they are they are because i was even thinking like when i was thinking about all the different white lies that i just admitted to telling on this um, (laughs) podcast today i mean on this live today i was like why do i even do that like when you were saying like why do you even lie to strangers stuff like that and it's because i either want them to see me in a certain way or i'm protecting myself from how they might see me right and then the other and i don't feel comfortable enough with those people to really like unlock who I am so I need to control what they know about me and how much they know about me before I'm willing to like so you, you're, you're the type of liar that they classify like you, you lie to protect yourself there's some people that say that certain lies are told to protect others right like mm-hmm. we can talk about like the birthday surprise or um if someone is passed and you don't tell the other person yet because they may not be in a space to receive that mm-hmm. right um there's certain lies you can tell to protect I gambled away all of our finances, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of working them back, you know, getting it back. I don't tell the other person, maybe because I'm trying to protect you because of how you're going to react, but I'm fine. Or because I'm trying to protect myself to, because mm-hmm. I don't want you to know that thing about me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, 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 those are motivating factors of why. That's, those are two. You protecting somebody else and you're protecting yourself. Yeah. And, it, and, and all of those are the overarching thing of control. You're controlling how someone else feels or how they receive something or controlling how someone perceives you and the narrative. Yeah, and like to this point, 
there are people who just lie for everything. And that self-esteem, insecurities, things like that, that, that plays a factor into like, you know, why people are lying about the things that they lie about. Yeah. Lies are I don't know if we really solved anything here. This no, we didn't. <laughs> I think we did. We just like went around in circles and talked about lies and what lies. About lying. We didn't answer that one damn question. <laughs> no, we, we, well, no, we said that we, white we lies. Questions. We didn't resolve anything. No, we answered questions. We, we started out with some questions and we actually came to some answers. We talked about intent. Like, yes. white lies are about intent. Like, did you intend for them to be harmless? Then they are white lies. We talked about, like, the levels of, like, how if someone's, like, closer to you, your standard for how much, how much you should be able to trust them is higher. But your willingness to accept their transgressions is also um higher like your willingness is higher yeah your threshold yeah we learned that janae tells a lot of white lies and we learned that zuri tells none <laughs> very few very few <laughs> we learned that janae is not talking if you see in the home good line don't even say hi to her don't even wave do you know like when people i'm just gonna tell one more story about this there is a time someone approached me in a in a home goods to help, to act, they wanted to ask my opinion about like this little pillow setup they had made up and if I thought it looked good. And the way this woman approached me, she approached me, like I left that home goods and I was like, oh, I have a fucked up face. Because she approached me apologizing profusely. Like she just wanted to ask me if I could look. And she was like, I am so sorry to bother you. If it's a bother, just let me know. Like she was like apologizing. And that, so when, when someone approaches you like that, how do you feel? Like you're like, Yo, I was just like, I looked at her like, broken. What? You're just like, I was just like, what? And she was like, can you look at these pillows and tell me what you're thinking? I was like, okay. So then I looked at it and I was like, not that one, that one. And then I, I was like, all right, bye. And I walked away. And she was like, thank you so much. Thank you. And I was like, I kept walking. Stank. You didn't matter. I don't even want to talk to you. Oh, sorry. My apologies. Excuse me, miss. Let me talk to you. What you think about this? That's the way I like it. I was so taken aback that she just approached me apologizing like so profusely that I was Were you the only one in line? No, there was mad people. It was like Christmas time. There was mad people in the store. It wasn't oh. even in the line. Like it was like out walking around. There's a lady out there. I'm sorry that Janae had to be the one. I don't know what to tell you. My whole life I've been like this. And that's fine. You're navigating it well and you're here, you're here you're here to tell the tale. You're surviving. I just I I am of the school of people and the group of people that like we want to talk about the prices, how prices are going up in the aisles. We want to talk about why there are only two cashiers pull up and there's a long line. I want to talk about that cute thing in your cart that you got. Well, I, oh that's cute. Where you got that from? Nice, nice. Oh yeah, everything is going up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why are the person talking so loud? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everything. I make a lot of new friends, a lot of new places. And these are just friends that are just, they may be my friends for five minutes in the store. BJ's, the supermarket, whole, Trader Joe's. Don't send me to Trader Joe's because I'm coming out with set. And if I go to my regular Trader Joe's, I'm making friends with any new person that, that's hired there. And Trader Joe's cashiers are very friendly. They want to talk to you. Don't let me get on. Hey, how are you? Have you, 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 oh, you tried this? Oh my gosh. No, I, how do you prepare it? friends trader joe's oh, they are so trader joe's cashiers are so this friendly. is why you always call me when you call me and you tell me about some new person that you met and i'm like where did you meet this person like what do you just be out there with a sign that says please come meet me like I just don't, that's just not my life that's how you know that's how i navigate my in my world i mean a lot of, a lot of great people 
lot of great I stories. Mean, the world is made of all kinds of people and you need people like That's me. That's what makes it beautiful. And you need people like you. Exactly. We need all kinds. Diversity, diversity. Yeah. We need all kinds. Anyway, thank you. We like are way over our time that we have allotted for this conversation. So I'm gonna wrap it up. Thank you all for joining us and talking about lies, big ones, small ones, the ones in the middle. Um, as usual, we appreciate your time. If you wanna listen to this audio, after the video you can watch it again here or you can go to our podcast platform and we'll have the audio there send us your letters if you have um, a conundrum that you would like two different opinions on because what we learned from today's conversation is zuri and i are coming from two different point of views most of the time <laughs> where she thinks she's an expert and i'm willing to admit that i'm going to tell you my advice is um, so we'll do that next week the email address is plentyopinions at gmail.com you can also text us on our, from our Instagram page. We text questions oh, from there. Okay. New news to me. You could text us from the Instagram page too. We love to answer her question. We into it. So send them big, small, or whatever. Um, and we'll be back next week to do a letter bag. It should be fun. Um, yeah, that's it. Love ya. Mean it. And that's not a yep. lie. That is a lie. She's lying. She don't want to